Hello, this is Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is... In-Flight Entertainment. Entertainment. Yes, uh, and I hope everyone's having a great, you know, holiday weekend, and I mean holiday, and summer's in full swing, and all that good stuff. Um, And, you know, enjoy family, and also uh, seeing movies, or if you're chilling, or if you're traveling, or if you're stuck on a plane, or stuck at home, uh, we got something uh, for you guys to give a look-see in the form of Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves. Yes. So, this movie came out earlier this year, but you can watch it on Paramount Plus if you have that app. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can also rent it on uh, Amazon or yeah, Amazon or iTunes or any of those mm-hmm. things. All right. But Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, according to IMDb, it is about a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventures embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. (laughs) Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Yep. Yep. (laughs) All right. So in the movie, we have... Chris Pine, which that that's the Pine I love. Uh, and then we have Michelle Rodriguez. He pronounces it Rajay John Cage. I, I can never pronounce his name right. We'll, Rick, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, the Bridgerton guy. Uh, uh, we have Justice Smith, uh, Sophia Lillis, Chloe Coleman, Daisy Head, and the Hugh to the Grant. Yes. So, I mean, this is so Dungeons and Dragons, the movie mm-hmm. is loosely based off of um, the first, the, like the role playing game. Um, yes. it, it's under that same franchise and everything. But this is also feels a little bit inspired by the novels Dragonlance series. Um This was written by Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, and Michael Gillio, and directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Okay, that's cool, cool. You know, I did want to say, you know, Dungeons & Dragons, actually, I've always thought it was released. Okay, so pretty much um, the first book, or it was a small box set of three booklets published in 1974. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then from there, it's gone through like several like different revi- revisions. Uh, yeah. And, and the whole the whole way that Dungeons and, Dra- and Dragons is played is that you have a um, like the game master mm-hmm. and they sort Dunge- of yeah, the dungeon, the dungeon master, master mm-hmm. and they sort of write out a challenge mm-hmm. and the different players roll a dice to figure out whether or not their goal that they're trying to achieve was successful or if they were injured in some way. All right. Yeah. Per, okay. So per Wikipedia said during, during the course of play, each player directs the actions of their character and their interactions with other characters in the game. Um, like you said, via the dice. 
Uh, I remember playing this probably in like eighth grade or something like that in school. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was huge in, in the eighties. Yeah. Um I mean I feel like in the eighties, like you had all the dra- Dragon Lance books that came out. Mm-hmm. Um this was huge. There was a couple movies in the eighties also called Dungeons and Dragons that sort of tapped into the pop culture. Um yeah. I think there was even Tom Hanks. I, I feel like Tom yeah. Hanks was in a movie called Dungeons and Dragons. One <laughs> oh, right. uh, and also there was a late 80s Saturday morning cartoon of Dungeons and Dragons that, that I remember. Uh, <laughs> yes, there was. There was. There was. <laughs> yeah, Which basically like, like had all of the characters that you see in, in this film. Yep. Um sort of Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, more or less, yes. And then, uh, far as major motion pictures, I did not know about two of the four, but okay, so in 2000, there was a Dungeons and Dragons movie released uh, via New Line Cinema. Um, And then in 2005, there was a Dungeons and Dragons movie called Wrath of the Dragon God. Uh, that came out August, I mean, October 5th. I don't remember that one. That was probably a straight to video type thing. And then in 2012, there was a, there was Dungeons and Dragons 3, Book of Vile Darkness. Um, so the, the Tom Hanks movie was called Maze and Monsters. Oh. Which was inspired by Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons. And it's like, uh, three college classmates decide to move their, their, game into the local legendary cavern. Okay. And so it's like a bunch of college kids playing Dungeons and Dragons and they decide to go explore the ca- the local caverns to play it in real life. What year was this? 82. Whoa. What? It, it was a TV it was a, it was a made for TV movie. Holy crap. Oh, okay, yeah. I gotta find a trailer for me. I put that put that up on our inflation. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is that this is like that was before Bosom Buddies, huh? Uh I think it was like at the same like same time. Yeah. Man, okay, now I need to find this thing. I gotta watch this. A young time. Yeah, so Bosom Bosom Buddies was 1980 to 82. Oh okay. so right okay. after he finished with that. He did TV movie uh, Mazes and Monsters. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know, he kept working. Yeah. The, the, his agent kept him in, some, in front of the camera. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so all right, now to this particular version of Dungeons and uh, Dragons. Um, so pretty much the movie lead is a uh, Ed, Ed, is it Ed, Edgen? Edgen or Edge or Egan? Ed, it's E D G I N. I forgot how they pronounce it. It's his, his name. His uh, we'll just call him Ed. Or Chris Egan? Pine. Yeah, it's Egan. Yeah, Egan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Pine's character. <laughs> yes, yeah. So Egan, yes. So um so pretty much the movie opens up in the Egan and Holga, played by Michelle Rodriguez. She's the bar guess the barbarian of the uh, of the world, uh, they're, they're in the prison, so you know they're partners in crime, literally. 
And so the device at the beginning of the movie, uh, far as exposition for the audience to catch up on Egan's journey up until the prison that we see him now, he's kind of pleading this case to, uh, I guess, the jury, so to speak, uh, so he could be pardoned, him and Hoga. So it goes to the sequence of like what happened to him. He had a wife, he had a, a child, and you know, he was he was a nobleman at first. Uh, but then was it the Red Wizards? I think they're Red Wizards. Yep, the yeah, the Red Wizards, yeah. Yeah, so the Red Wizards raided the village and killed his uh killed his wife. And so him, Hoga, and his uh daughter Kira, they decided to, you know, be thieves. Uh and so during this mission, he they had they befriended uh, a wizard, Simon, and Forge was his kind of buddy master mind uh partner. Uh and their things went to crap, and so Hoga and Egan got trapped. And so that catches us up to where they are now, which is the prison. <laughs> right. And so they uh Escape from prison. We won't explain how because that's worth watching the film for. It's <laughs> sort of silly. Yeah. Uh, and this is like a silly film. It's, yeah. it, it is a film for like Dungeons and Dragons fans. There's lots of, uh, deep references to random characters that are in the different dun- Dungeons and Dragons like manuals. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like, it's also a buddy adventure to rescue the girl. Yeah, so totally. it feels a little bit like it could be inspired by the Princess Bride because they need mm. to rescue the girl. Um, you know, a little bit of a Monty Python tongue in cheek type of comedy going on. Um, but they do escape the prison and then go to get the girl. But she's being held by the evil. <laughs> Yeah, um, Hugh Grant for, Forge character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's convinced her that her father has like abandoned her and is more in it for the money than it, than he is there to like be a family. And so he and uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character are banished, or they. Or told to go away. Really, Hugh Grant's character is going to go assassinate them, but they escape and then go to find their uh, trusted allies to help them get the helmet that will help them break into the treasure room so that they can get the cross to bring back Chris Pine's wife Mm -hmm. to show his daughter that they really were just trying to be a family. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So the band of misfits, uh, you know, consists of, like I said, Simon, uh, who's not the greatest wizard. Uh, and then we have Doric. Uh, she's a shapeshifter that actually shifts into everything. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, so you turn to a, like a, a bird, a mouse, a cat, a deer, uh, an owl, bear creature. Um, I guess a specific name for that. I'm sure it's the Dungeons and Dragon lore. Forgive me, uh, my Dungeons and Dragons people, if I don't know the name of that, like, owl, bear creature that was in the forest that she turned into. Um, yeah, so we have that. And then, uh, on t- okay, so pretty much, uh, what's her name? Sophina is the red wizard, pretty much the henchman of, uh, Forge. 
but she have her own plan that she's not telling Ford. So she's kind of in the background, kind of letting Forge kind of do things and host this crazy gladiator type sport. Again, that was uh, outlawed um, because she has a hidden agenda herself. So and just make Forrest think that he's kind of pulling the strings where actually she's hiding in the background waiting to unleash her wrath <laughs> on on the villagers. Yes. Um, so we followed like the band of misfits through all of their different tasks and adventures, similar to what you would do in like in a Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh-huh. Uh, and they, they like encounter a series of characters that you would see that you would, you would encounter in the game. So they encounter a red dragon. Uh-huh. Um, who is the underdark uh, is Thimberchod, um, yeah. a known powerful denizen of the underdark. Um, yeah, a, a very, a very, a very not, not the most uh, fit of dragons. Uh, right. As yes. you would see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they also encounter uh, a pack of intellect devourers, which there's some funny dialogue there about um, these creatures only eat the intelligence, only eat intelligent <laughs> people. Um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And also, you know, far as uh, not to the lure, you know, you have, you know, the, 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 the wizard staff that's kind of like a teleportation like portal that can, I forget how many feet away that, you know, gets them out of Harry's situation. Yeah, I think it was 15 feet. It was 15? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 15 feet. Yeah. So you have that, which served as a great device for the ultimate plan that they had to get into the castle. Um, and then, oh, and also we have. The, what's his name? Zink, Zink character played by the Bridgerton guy, um, <laughs> who helps them find the dungeon where the helmet is. Right. So Simon can get Because he placed it there. Yes, he placed uh, it. And when, when we meet, when we meet, uh, Zink, he is actually in the process of sa- saving a baby cat, Tabaxi, uh, which that is, a very cool scene because it uses practical effects. Mm-hmm. So those are all large puppets versus like having CGI. So they had to create a real giant fish with a um, animatronic baby cat that they could pull out of the fish's mouth and then have the cat still act like it's a baby uh, tabaxi so that Zink could hand it over to the mom. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, it's, it's always good to see. It's always good to see practical stuff. You know, it don't have to be CG all the time. You know, we we appreciate the, the animatronics and puppetry. We're raised off that stuff, so of course we get a kick out of it seeing it again. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and then yes, so they head to the the dragon's cave, get their helmet. But in order for them to be successful, um. Smith has to merge with the helmet. Mm-hmm. 
it's not really merging, but I don't remember what it was called. Simon uh, needs to basically merge with the helmet so that he can use it properly to get into the treasure room. Uh, And there's some scenes there where we're like, he's a loser. This will never happen. But ultimately, you know, this is a movie about the unconditioned, like, not the normal heroes. And they are successful at the end. But we're not going to spoil all their adventures. No, no, no. no, 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 You have to go watch it so that we can get more Dungeons and Dragons movies. Yes, 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 definitely. Yeah, and like Jenna would say, you know, is is each character have a have something to prove, you know, because you know they're outcasts, so to speak. You know, they're yeah. This is an opportunity for them to not only prove to their peers, but prove to more more of themselves than anyone else that they're worthy of honor. So to speak. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So our rating to for the movie is sit on the sofa and watch it, have it on in the background, or forget it. Go outside and have your own real life adventures. Okay. So me, Genoa, and our usual film going suspects uh we actually went to the theater to see this movie um oh sad sad bar the director was at our screen of the movie and introduced the movie remember (laughs) that's right i totally forgot about that that was like two months ago those brain cells are dead (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah so that was pretty cool um from the trailer, we were like, a, pretty much we were kind of talking about, you know, this could be fun. This is like, this could be good. It could be okay. Uh, so we took a chance. We, we seen it. And me personally, when the credits roll, when it was done, I pretty much said to myself, this movie is a breath of fresh air. Like, I, I had no idea I would like this movie so much. And I really liked this movie. Um, it had all the same familiar elements with like fantasy movies go, but every character, every actor that played their character were very distinct and you just cheered, you just kind of cheered for these misfits. It's like you you were really with them on this journey and you liked everyone. And um yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I feel like it's because although they're heroes, to your point, they are misfits, but it, they're misfits where it feels like people that are approachable. Yeah. Um, you know, versus the Avengers, which are heroes that you would never see yourself with, but these are the misfit heroes that you would totally grab a drink with in the pub. Um <laughs> and maybe go on an adventure with them just because they are a little bit off kilter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, so- and to your point to your point, like it wasn't like I feel like the past couple of years everything has been a spinoff. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a spinoff. It is like based off of a game and everything, but it's not another comic movie. It's not another Fast and Furious. It's not a remake of something that came out in the 80s and 90s. It was its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we needed that. Same thing with like Cocaine Bear and Air. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. 
like fun movies versus movies that are taking themselves too serious. And yeah. I feel like it's been a while since we've had any of those. The all of the comic movies, which you know we love, yeah. have have taken over all of that. And we've we've in the past ten years have sort of lost what we had in the nineties, where we would have like Face Off or even the eighties, mm-hmm. like Goonies. Mm-hmm. We just like mm-hmm. fun movies mm-hmm. that just didn't necessarily need to be made into an entire series entire franchise it was just like here's a fun film that we can all go enjoy and that's what this was yeah so we give this two butts down and two smooth flights yeah yeah and like i said i hope i hope it parlays into like a, a franchise because all the characters the actors are great you know, you love these characters. I want to see these characters on another adventure because I had so much fun with them in the two hours or so that they gave us. It's like, okay, what's their next day? Like, I'm totally on board for them to do another crazy adventure again. So, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So there you have it. Dungeons & Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves uh, streaming on Paramount Plus and I think uh, Amazon you can rent it and uh, I think Apple and all that good stuff. So yeah, you can you can check it out. You'll find it online. <laughs> you'll find it online. But definitely check it out. There's one like like Jennifer said, like it's one of those movies that's you know, that's fun. You know, just yeah, just check it out. You don't have to be you have to watch some, a, a movie before or two movies back to get like a scene because you didn't see this movie or that series. Like yeah, it's it's just a really good self-contained just have fun with the movie and and i'm glad we're kind of getting back to that i hope we get some more of these movies yeah. all right so we'll catch y'all on the next one until they want to say safe travels physical distancing and be safe yes peace